Welcome to the While We're Waiting, Hope After Child Loss podcast. I'm Jill Sullivan, your host and one of the co-founders of the While We're Waiting ministry. This is a podcast of stories, stories of devastating loss and grief and heartbreak and struggle, and stories of hope and healing and faith and yes, even joy. Stories that will help us live well while we're waiting to see our children in heaven one day. We pray that these stories will be an encouragement to you as you walk this road of grief. Hello, and thank you for joining me on the podcast again today as I share a few thoughts about Christmas. Christmas is always one of the most difficult times of the year for parents who are grieving a child, and this year, with the ongoing pandemic complicating everything even further, it's harder than ever. In many cases, we are separated from our families and loved ones. People we know are sick and even dying. And the isolation and fear just add to the weight of grief. I hope what I share today helps you feel a little less alone on this journey. When we think about Christmas, what do we think of? Well, of course, Jesus, but that's the Sunday school answer. What do kids think of when they think about Christmas? What do they most look forward to about Christmas time? Presents, of course. Well, at that very first Christmas, there were presents too. And I'm not talking about the presents that the wise men brought Jesus. Uh, Those gifts didn't actually arrive until about two years after he was born, even though those wise men appear in pretty much all of our nativity scenes. I'm talking about gifts that were given immediately at the very moment that Jesus was born. Here's what Isaiah said about Jesus. Isaiah 9-6 says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Did you catch those names? Those are the gifts I'm speaking of. So let's unwrap them one at a time. First, the Wonderful Counselor. One of our most popular topics at our While We're Waiting events is things people say. It doesn't take long after the loss of a child to discover that other people, well-meaning though they may be, have absolutely no idea what to say to us. Some avoid us completely, and some say things that can greatly add to our pain. Bereaved parents seem to love to get together and talk about all the crazy things that have been said to us. There's an odd sort of kinship in that experience. But the bottom line is, other people will never be able to say the right thing to make us feel better when we're missing our children. A professional counselor, as helpful as he or she may be, can't fix us. Even other bereaved parents don't always know what to say or how to help. Human beings simply aren't equipped to fill our deepest needs. In the long run, they will always fail us. Jesus is the only one who can truly meet our needs in our darkest times. Sometimes he uses other people to minister to us. Sometimes he speaks through his word. And sometimes he meets us as we worship. When we don't know where to turn or what to do next, he is our wonderful counselor. What an amazing gift that is. The second gift is the name Mighty God. How many times have you been told, Oh, you're so strong, I could never make it if my child died. How does that make you feel? If people only knew, right? In fact, I believe our greatest strength actually lies in weakness. I am not strong enough to do this on my own. 
I must allow myself to be weak and lean fully on Him. That's the only way to walk this road. 2 Corinthians 2.9 says, But He said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. We don't think of a newborn baby in a stinky stable as mighty, but the Bible tells us he was. Aren't you thankful we don't have to do this on our own, that we have a mighty God to carry us when we are too weak to carry on? Tiny baby Jesus came as a mighty God, and his strength is mighty to save. As my dear friend Donna May likes to say, God tells us, I want you to be strong, but you don't have to be stronger than me. That's an encouragement to me, and such a wonderful gift. The third gift that we received when Jesus was born was an everlasting father. Many people have a complicated relationship with their earthly father. For some, the relationship is painful, with a history of abandonment, strife, criticism, or pain. For others, there really is no relationship. Their father was just not ever really present in their lives at all. Others were blessed with a wonderful father-son or father-daughter relationship. Whatever your relationship with your earthly dad, whether good or bad, we tend to transfer those feelings to our relationship with our Heavenly Father. I love that Isaiah used the word everlasting. It indicates that when God came in the form of a baby, He came to stay, not just for this life, but for the life to come as well. I mean, how cool is that? He is totally and completely committed to us, now and forever. As we look at the days ahead of us this month, we can easily become overwhelmed. All the ho-ho-hos and fa-la-las can be more than we can bear. The memories of Christmas's past, the shopping for fewer gifts, the empty chair at the table, the expectations of others can all become so heavy, even bewildering at times. When it becomes too much to carry, remember that you are not orphaned or abandoned. Bring your burdens to your everlasting Father, who will hold you in His lap and reassure you of His love for you. A heavenly dad like that is an amazing gift. The fourth gift we received when Jesus was born was that of Prince of Peace. Peace is something that can be mighty hard to come by at Christmas time, especially after the loss of a child. Christmas these days has become so frenzied, starting with the decorations going on sale in all the stores before Halloween and not really letting up until the new year. Our to-do list gets longer and longer, and time seems to get shorter and shorter as Christmas Day approaches. The shopping, the decorating, the wrapping, the baking, the Christmas parties, the church events, all threaten to steal our peace. Add grief on top of that, and there is no peace. But Jesus came as the Prince of Peace. He came to bring us peace with God through His sacrifice for our sin. We could never be good enough on our own to make peace with God. But because Jesus was willing to come as a baby and become one of us, peace with God is truly possible. Try to set aside some time during this Christmas season to truly ponder that truth and let Him fill you with His gift of peace. We have one more gift to unwrap, and this one we find in the book of Matthew. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. 
See, the virgin will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which is translated, God is with us. That's Matthew one twenty-two through 23. So that final gift is Emmanuel, God with us. No matter where we find ourselves this Christmas, God is with us. Psalm 34.18 tells us that God is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. I don't think there's a better description for a grieving parent than someone who is brokenhearted and crushed in spirit. And yet He is near to us. He is with us. When our hearts are breaking because we miss what used to be, when we feel crushed by the weight of our sorrow, He is with us. When we think we can't handle one more person telling us to have a Merry Christmas, He is with us. When our hearts are made heavy by seeing everyone else's intact and smiling families on Facebook, He is with us. When no one speaks our child's name during the family Christmas gathering, He is with us. When we can't imagine starting a whole new year without our precious child, He is with us. We don't have to do this alone, because He is Emmanuel, God with us. What a gift. Thank you so much for joining us on today's podcast. We hope it brought you some comfort and encouragement today, and maybe made you feel a little less alone on the journey. Please subscribe so you'll never miss an episode, and and maybe leave us a rating in iTunes to help others find the podcast. Again, we're glad you spent a few minutes with us today. It's a blessing to walk beside you as we seek to live well while we're waiting.